Welcome to our podcast. This is our first episode, and we will be joining Pastor Aaron as he shares for our Good Friday message a sermon from Mark chapter 15, verses 33 to 41, titled, Hallelujah, What a Savior. Today is called Good Friday. What a strange name for today. On this day, we remember the execution of a supposed criminal who was innocent. Those in power felt he needed to be eliminated. How can the day that an innocent man was killed be called good? A perfectly innocent man was delivered into the hands of sinners who tortured and crucified him. He was betrayed by a sinner into the hand of sinners. Good Friday is one of the solemnest days of the year. We are reminded of the sacrifice of our Lord and Savior, King Jesus, in the hands of his own creation. Today is Good Friday, and as we pause and as we reflect on what Jesus did for us, I declare today is Good Friday. Because of what today and this season represents, the salvation for humanity, so we can boldly say this about Jesus. Hallelujah. What a Savior. Let's begin by looking at Mark chapter 15, verses 33 to 41, an account of the death of Jesus, and I will be reading from the New Living Translation. At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. Then at three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Elo, Elo, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up to him on a reed stick so he could drink. Wait, he said, let's see whether Elijah comes to take him down. Then Jesus uttered another loud cry and breathed his last, and the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. When the Roman officer who stood facing him saw how he had died, he exclaimed, This man truly was the Son of God. Some women were there watching from a distance, including Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James the Younger and of Joseph, and Salome. They had been followers of Jesus and had cared for him while he was in Galilee. Many other women who had come with him to Jerusalem were also there. In Mark's account of the death of Jesus on the cross, he focuses on six aspects of the story. And I want to look at those today. First, Mark mentions the darkness in verse 33. At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. Mark doesn't indicate whether the entire world was covered in darkness. Luke says this in Luke chapter 23, verses 44 and 45, By the time it was about noon, and darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock, the light from the sun was gone. As the ESV says, the sun's light failed. So whether it was local or global, what does the darkness teach us? The darkness is in contrast to the birth of Jesus. When Jesus was born, the dark skies were filled with light, and the angels sang, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to whom God is pleased. Such a contrast, Jesus is born and light breaks into the darkness. When Jesus dies, darkness covers the light. This darkness was predicted by Amos in chapter 8, verses 9 and 10. In that day, says the sovereign Lord, I will make the sun go down at noon and darken the earth while it is still day. I'll turn your celebrations into time of mornings and your singing into weeping. You will wear funeral clothes and shave your head and show your sorrow, as if your only son had died. 
how very bitter that day will be. Darkness represents the curse of God, he says, that God's judgment was being poured out in a midday night. Man of sorrows, what a name, for the Son of God who came, ruined sinners to reclaim, hallelujah, what a savior. Darkness had fallen over the land and then Jesus cries out and we read this cry of anguish in verses 34 to 36. Then at three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Elo, Elo, lama sabachthani, which means my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up on a reed stick so he could drink. Wait, he said, let's see whether Elijah comes to take him down. Jesus cries out, yes, in physical pain, but I believe he's crying out in spiritual pain as well. The sins of the world, the sins of you and of me are being thrust upon the perfect God-man. Jesus is experiencing something for the first time. Separation and forsaken or abandoned by God. Aiken says that in this moment, in all of time and eternity, he views himself and knows himself not as the father's son, but as the sinner's sacrifice. God separated from God, who can understand? I may never understand it, but I will forever praise him for it. Bearing shame and scoffing rude, in my place condemned he stood, sealed my pardon with his blood. Hallelujah. What a savior. Jesus breathes his last breath and makes a statement declaring the work he'd come to accomplish is now complete. Verse 37 says, then Jesus uttered another loud cry and breathed his last. Jesus was conscious to his last breath when he cried out, it is finished. Jesus wasn't declaring victory for his enemies. He was declaring that the work he'd come to accomplish was now completed on the cross. He was successful in living perfectly and then taking on the sins of the world, allowing our sins to be poured over his broken, anguishing body. This completion of his mission allowed him to die entrusting his spirit into the hands of the Father. And with that cry, our Lord and Savior died. Guilty, vile, and helpless we. Spotless Lamb of God was he. Full atonement can it be. Hallelujah. What a savior. Lifted up was he to die. It is finished, was his cry. Now in heaven, exalted high. Hallelujah. What a savior. After Jesus died, we read of the temple curtain being torn from top to bottom. And the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Verse 38. When Jesus died, the temple curtain was torn in two. No longer was it only the high priest who could access the presence of our Lord. Jesus made a way. Jesus now provides access for all of humanity who accepts for themselves the work that Jesus did on the cross. Paying the price of our sin allows us to experience a relationship with God, a relationship all of humanity longs for. It is now restored. Thanks be to Jesus Christ, our Lord. When he comes, our glorious king, all his ransomed home to bring, then anew his song will sing, hallelujah, what a savior. A Roman officer witnesses Jesus' death, and he responds with a very profound confession. Verse 39, when the Roman officer who stood facing him saw how he had died, he exclaimed, this man truly 
was the son of God. The officer would have witnessed many deaths, but Jesus was different. Jesus didn't die through a gradual loss of strength resulting in an unconscious state. Jesus gave his life. It was not taken from him. Jesus' death revealed his deity. For those who accepted Jesus, we see his death even different than the officer. We see the weight of our sins upon him. We see the sinless, spotless, Lamb of God dying on our behalf. Today, let us join the Roman officer in declaring that this man truly was the Son of God. This man, Jesus, truly is the Son of God. When he comes, our glorious King, all his ransomed home to bring, then anew his song will sing, Hallelujah, what a Savior. When the Roman off- with, with the Roman officer, we also see a number of women that were present and witnesses the death of Jesus. Many fled, but a few faithful stood beside him. And we read them in verses 40 to 41. Some women were there watching from a distance, including Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, the younger and of Joseph, and Salome. They had been followers of Jesus and had cared for him while he was in Galilee. Many other women who had come with him to Jerusalem were also there. The women stayed and they were witnesses to the death of Jesus. Not many people stayed by Jesus in his death, but these women did. And they're recorded in all four Gospels as individuals of courage, individuals of love, and of devotion. When he comes, our glorious King, all his ransomed home to bring, then anew his song will sing. Hallelujah. What a Savior. This day, this solemn day, we are reminded with thankful hearts that God, out of his love, sent his one and only Son into the world to die so that we can be redeemed, so that we can be forgiven. We now have a restored relationship with our God. Today, let us be reminded that our sins nailed Jesus to the cross. It was our sins that caused him to die. It was for you and for me that he freely gave his life as a sacrifice. Hallelujah. What a Savior. Hallelujah. Jesus is my Savior. Let us conclude our time in prayer, remembering and giving thanks to Jesus for the sacrifice that he made so that we can be forgiven. Father God, we thank you for the gift of Jesus. We thank you that you sent him into the world to live amongst your creation and ultimately to die at their hands. You died so that we can be forgiven, so that we can be redeemed, so that we can experience the fullness of life that you intend for all your children. Father, I pray that today we will reflect and we will remember that it was our sins that put Jesus on the cross, that you died for each and every one of us, and that you long to have an intimate relationship with us. Father, we are so thankful for this sacrifice, the sacrifice that you freely gave, the sacrifice that you paid so that we can experience all that you intended for us. Today, remind us afresh of what you went through on our behalf and the love that you have for each and every one of us. And may we respond with a grateful heart. Hallelujah. What a savior. We pray all this in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. We look forward to having you join us again on Sunday where we are reminded 
that the grave could not hold him, and Jesus Christ is alive forevermore. May God bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. May God bless you this Easter weekend.